Blog Talk Radio. The True Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Yahweh bless you there, seer, Israel, of seed royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh there, young man. 
and made me a polished shaft. In his quiver, had he feared me.
You see, I think all labor is vain. Sometimes you get that feeling. Sometimes you're doing something and you laboring in vain. That's what he said. So now, every now and then, old father, see, the father's greater than he is. So that's when he looked right at his father, eyeball to eyeball. And the middle spirit is, he's, he's telling Isaiah, that's why you got to take that picture. He's telling mm-hmm. Isaiah what's going on in heaven between the father and the son. Angel, the Holy Ghost, was to take this message down to the seer. So he looked his father eyeball to eyeball and said, Father, I think uh, I, he said, I'm laboring in vain. That's what he said. That means all that I'm putting in, it, it, in my eyes, it ain't about nothing. That's what he said. Now, what happened mm-hmm. next? Okay. All That's right. Uh, all right. Uh, verse 5. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 5. And now, go to, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the heads thereof. And this should be eaten up and break down the wall thereof. And it should be trodden down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was talking about Isaiah 49, verse 5. So we okay. clear that he told his father, he looked his father's eyeball to eyeball, and said, listen, is our labor in vain? Is our labor in vain? But now every now and then, you know, that's why you got to watch the the post of the six anointed camp, and you got to see and let them know every now and then it's a little bit more to this than you think it is. It's a great big picture involved, but you got to have a little more vision to see it. He said, "I think our labor in vain." Now, he didn't say, I think, but he said, I have labored in vain. Now, what happened in verse 5? Isaiah 49, 49 verse, five. verse 5. Isaiah 49, verse 5. And now said Yahweh, that formed me from the womb, to be his servant, to bring Israel again to him. Though Israel be not gathered, yet shall I be glorious in the eyes of Yahweh. And my Yahweh should be my strength. Uh-huh. Read that again because I, I, I missed a good word out there, young line. I missed a good word. And verse 5, restart it. Read, read the top two lines in verse 5 again. Isaiah 49, verse 5. And now said Yahweh that formed me from the womb to be his servant. Excellent. 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 Right there. So now, just as Yahweh that formed me from the womb. So now, the angel is letting you know the son was born from the womb. Take care of some business to come. So the seal is prepared to put it on the table going on in heaven by dictation of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is one talking this good talk to those seers. So the, the son was born from the womb. And what was his purpose again, there, young line, according to verse 5? Now read verse 5 again. I want to know why was the son born from the womb? What was his mission? 
verse 5. Read it again in verse 5. So we got to be clear that we know the mission of the Bible. So we can adjust ourselves according to the Bible. Now, mm-hmm. verse 5 will tell us something. And old Seal get in there and he'll put the dramatics in. But read that verse 5 again. One more time there, young man. Isaiah 49, verse 5. And now said Yahweh that formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Israel again to him. Though Israel be not gathered, yet shall I be glorious in the eyes of Yahweh, and my Yahweh shall be my strength. Now see that, now see, that's one of the greatest mysteries in teaching right there. So now, the son was born by the father in the womb. And he had a mission to do. His mission is to bring Israel back to the to the father. So the song mission Israel back to the father. So, so when you say when you read John three sixteen and you get it all twisted up to get it out of order everywhere because you don't have a foundation of a plan. See, Christianity is a morphing drift. That's right. It'll put you, it'll dead in your mind, it'll dead in your body. Christianity will do it. Now, verse 5 is the mission of the reason the psalm was created to bring, to bring Israel to him, to the Father. Now, see, that is one of the greatest mysteries in teaching. Verse 5 is a big verse. So if you don't learn nothing else, I hope you learn as much as you can, even, and I uh, hope that um, uh, Brother G.L. will stick around and take a couple of notes so he break out running too. So if you don't learn nothing else, the mission to understand your Bible, you must understand verse 5. If you understand 49 verse 5, you're going to miss this Bible, and you're going to mess it up every time. You can go back and read John 3.16 and say he loved the world and he gave his only begotten son. See, you're going to read John 3.16, but you will never understand unless you read this foundation. Let me bring Mother in. I think the other young line a minute ago, and... So I guess he'd be back shortly. So Micaiah, I seen him a minute ago in the room. But we know one thing, oh, oh mother, mother E is ready to go. Now, Mother E, I know you're ready to go, and you'll be rested up real good and ready to holler in the microphone, you know. So Mother E, one of the mothers out of Camp 1, Mother E is ready. Tribe of Yah God Judah. Hey, Mother E, Yahweh beat you at C-Roy. Yahweh bless you, see Israel, a C-Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, brought that, Mother. Mother, you got the right spirit. And that's the spirit I want one day that old uh, brother G.L. will catch that spirit 
and sit around and learn a little something. You learn a little something, and then he'd be able to tell them grandbaby something. You got to learn something to tell them grandbaby something. But you can't be breaking out run every time you put the hammer down. You got to sit down, grab back, and get your Bible out. Because them grandbabies will come out and sit down with you. You got to tell them what this Bible saying. And we know Moses, Israel, she had a, a head of death saying, see, let me hear something first. Then I'm ready to comment. And we clear that uh, to the BSJ Israel, she going to get it. She going to hide on that microphone sooner or later. She going to put her hand. So I'm ready to hide on that microphone myself, too. I want to hide on that microphone. And and we hear, I see the elder, Mr. Tibbs, is, is trying to reach me on another line telling me that the national interiors are, are blocked him from coming to the room. So I know that don't make Brother G. Elders happy. So the elder trying to get in the room so he can get his commentary. But the big signature is going to block his microphone from coming into the room. See? So they're going to do their part. It's up to us to do our part. So now, um, uh, hey, Mother E, read that 49 verse 5. I want to make sure that word real kept. Look at that Isaiah 49 verse 5. And Probably, if they get nothing else out of this thing, I hope they get all of it in these three-hour broadcasts. But 49 verse 5 tells tell us something. What it tell us? Hey, hey Mother E, what do 49 verse 5 of Isaiah tell us? Come on. Okay, the book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 5. Isaiah 49, verse 5. Then I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for naught and in vain. Hold up, hold that, mother. Hey, hold on, mother. Look down at 49 verse 5 real carefully. Look at 49 verse 5. Look at it real carefully, mother. And bring that 49 said, verse 5 out. Come on. You said, I did. Yeah, 49 verse 5. Okay, that's what I'm reading. I feel 49 verse 5. And now said the Yahweh that from me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Israel again to him. Though Israel be not gathered yet, shall I be glorious in the eyes of the Yahweh. And my Yahweh, the Father, shall be my strength. Uh-huh. That's good. So now we know the mission. It was told in 700 B.C. the reason why we're going to have a son coming. And he got a job to do. He got to bring Israel back to him. So that means the Israel, the Israelites, they're going to mess up. They're going to be mm-hmm. scattered everywhere. But the son's job is to come in the body. And he's coming looking for 
to fulfill the prophecy of what his father told him and what he told the angel to tell us there. So now, if you understand that part, the reason the son was created and he was obedient, then the father gave him a mission. You get down there and you bring Israel back to me. That means he knew something that was going to happen to Israel. He knew something that was going to happen to you, Israel. Mm-hmm. And how many Israel and forty nine How many Israel is it that he knew this was gonna happen, mother? He knew it. Genesis forty nine twenty eight. What did it say, mother? Genesis forty nine twenty eight. Yeah, well, yeah, what what do that say? Yeah, what what do you say we can read in forty nine twenty eight, mother? What did I say? What Genesis 49, 28? Now, we see the old young lion came out of his cave. Now, we see he, he just he, he just about ready to make it seen on this national radio station. And that's a good thing. Old Bo McKay coming up shortly. Now, Mother, in 49, 28, can you help us see our mother? The book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse 28. And these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is it that their fathers speak unto them, and bless them, every one according to his blessing. He blessed them. Good. So now, when you read that forty-nine verse five, mother, his mission was to bring how much Israel back to the Father. How much Israel was was he, the son, to bring back to the Father? According to that verse 4928. The 12th class. The 12th class. So you're telling me, so if you're telling me, Mother, if I, I'm not going to read it, but if I read John 316, that the Almighty love of the world, He gave His only begotten Son, and will believe it, got everlasting life. It's more to that verse, Mother. When they jump down and read that, that is not talking about everybody. After you understand prophecy, so here go the mission in forty-nine verse five. The reason the Son was formed from the womb is to bring the trail tribes of Israel back to the Father. Mm-hmm. So that is right there. See, that's, that's big talk. See, this is kind of big talk that we got to understand this thing because we have other people with the mouth going. You say, wait a minute. We, this, what you saying, is contrary to the Bible. He did not come for all the world. He came to get Israel back to the Father. Now, if you're going to follow the 12 tribes of Israel, then you might have a job to do in time to come, but you will never be in rulership because that's all that's given for the 12 tribes of Israel. See, we uh, got to be able to know these things because when they step out there talking, 
this talk like the, the Roman Catholic Church and the Latter-day Saints and the WCC. Listen, mm-hmm. you got to understand the Bible speaks plainly. It's just you want to come up another way. And, and like last night lesson, Like last night, lefty, like we said, um, we brought a lot of good points in the last night lesson. So what we're going to do is see if we bring the young line in because right now we hear somebody doing, um, you know, back in, like in the Western days, they used to get on that little, um, send a little message, they tap that machine and go through the wires all that. Some They were jiggling the wires a minute ago. The wives was being jiggled a minute ago. Let's so bring the young lion in. Now he'll come out the cave. Now he's ready to holler in the microphone. Brother Makai Israel, up and come and teach you out of Camp 1. Yahweh bitch ass Israel. And Yahweh bless you there. Spirit Israel. Oh, see, bro. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh there, young lion. Well, you know, the elder just got to uh, send me a, a message. Saying that the big dignitary is gonna lock him out of the room already. So, see, they're gonna do their job, and we gotta do our job. And that's why we be telling um, this, this up and coming sister, BSJ Israel. Soon later, you want to hot on that microphone, BSJ Israel. Soon later, you want to get ready to hot on that microphone. Don't lay, you want to holler in that microphone. No doubt about it. Now, so what we find out here in verse 5, this is, see, this is a big verse here. This verse right here is a big old verse. So now we know the mission of the son was told by the angel that he got from the father. You get down into that fear that one day I'm coming down on this earth. And, and the reason I'm coming is to gather the 12 tribes of Israel. So that is the mission of him coming. Right there in 49, verse 5. Now, young lion, brother Micaiah, can you help to see? I, I, want two, I want two more verses, 6 and 7, then we're going to do a little precepting. I want to lay that out because... I want to take care of some things that was on the table, but we be clear about this thing because we got to be clear about some good stuff, but I don't know how it's going to come out. But in the 49th chapter of Isaiah, hey, young lion, uh, Brother McKay, can you help those say out in verse number 6 and 7? Can you help those say out? What does it say that we can read? The book of, the book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 6 and verse number 7. Verse 6 to read. And he said, it is a like saying that you should be my servant to raise up the to raise up the tribes of Israel to restore the preserve of Israel. I will also give you for a light to the Gentiles that you may be my salvation unto the end of the earth. Verse 7, thus says the Yahweh, 
the Redeemer of Israel, and his righteous one, to him whom man despises, to him whom the nations abhor, to a servant of rulers, kings shall see and arise. Princes also shall worship because of the Yahweh that is faithful and the righteous one of Israel, and he shall choose you. Right. So now we find out that the prophecy of it in the 49th chapter, that it can be a life thing for you to bring. It'd be a life thing for you to bring the tribes of Israel I'm also going to make you be a light to the Gentiles. Now, see, now see this, now read, this verse right here will have the, the best of them just fall right off the wagon because Christianity mindset are kicking. Christianity is a morphine drip, and it'll kick in right here that you'll look at. He bringing the children of Israel. Also, he brings Gentiles as, as a separate people by not knowing how to precept your Bible. And all these ones that got a, a degree in Bible colleges, you're going to stumble at that stone every time because your Bible college they have taught you from the eyes not from, I ain't going to get to whooping on you right now, but they haven't taught you right. I said that. The Gentiles he's talking about right here because the Bible has a, what they have in 11 verse 6 there in the book of Job there? A young line, Brother Micaiah, what do they have in 11 verse 6 that we can read? Job 11 6. Brother Micaiah, what do you have in 11, verse 6? The book of Job, chapter 11, and we're going to pick it up at verse number 6. The book of Job, chapter 11, verse number 6, and it reads, And that he would show you the secrets of wisdom, that they are double to that which is. You see, so to understand the wisdom of the Bible, the Bible has a double meaning. Listen to me good. All you own, you teachers and teaching these colleges and these institutions, the Bible has a double meaning. You cannot read this Bible as a novel. You're always going to be confused because the Bible has a double meaning. In 700 B.C., you're talking about a Gentile. This Gentile, they're going to become a Gentile. See? Now, uh, young line, brother Titus, you have to see how become a Gentile, just like you see it says here. He says in verse number five, although Israel be not gathered, be not gathered, also gonna make you be a light to the Gentiles. Red right then and there, red right then and there, you bring in everybody. But now what we're gonna do? We're gonna precept this Bible and see what Gentile 
that we refer to in this case. You ought to get these Gentiles. Now, Brother Titus. Yes, sir. We run to the book of Acts. We run to the book of Acts there and find out what he's talking about. How you find out what he's talking about? You got the precept of your Bible, and you got to find somebody. You look out the window, and you say, hey, neighbor, what you want with me? Well, come over here and get a couple of hours. I want to precept this Bible with you. Pay somebody to throw some precept back and forward and get yourself built up. You know, get somebody. Mm-hmm. Get a, look at your neighbor and give him a couple of hours to come on sit down and let you throw some precept on your neighbor. You might win your neighbor over and say, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't I didn't know that you supposed to have on fringes that keep the Sabbath day. I didn't know oh, all that. that. See, you never know what will come out of this. Yeah. Now, what's this topic talking about? We're going to the ninth chapter in this case. We're going to the ninth chapter, and we're going to look at verse 15 to 16. Now, read verse 14 and make it sound good. We're in Acts chapter 9, verse 14 down to verse 16. Listen good on what this prophecy is talking about. I mean, Acts chapter 9, 14 down to verse 16. Acts chapter 9, verses 14 to 16. And there he had authority from the chief priest to bind all that called on your name. Verse 15. But Yahweh said unto him, Go your way. We have chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. Verse 16. Yeah. So he used to bear my name before the Gentiles, the, the kings, and the children of Israel. See, he got to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. This is this is three groups of peoples here. So he got bear his name before the Gentiles. Then he got to stop and get some kings. Mm-hmm. Then he got to get some children of Israel. See, the one that come out of Israel is what the one we read is them 12 sons that come out of Israel. Israel has 12 sons. So you got to get them, but you also got to get these Gentiles. See, right there, that's a big old verse right there. But see, you know what? We're going to leave that big old verse down, and now we're going back to, uh, we're going to leave that big verse down, but I want to get back to the song because I want to make sure it's clear that once we left the bottom part of the Sabbath day, it seemed like something clicked and said, mm, I see you got to go back over something. Because I don't, I, you know, I, I think that a few left out with not knowing something that they need to know. Because when you're on the clock, they got to be able to deal with it. So now, but Titus, we're going back to St. John chapter 5. We're going back to St. John chapter five, and we're gonna look at some. We're gonna look at a few things here. Can you pick it up around about? He's he's somewhere in five fourteen, and we we're gonna we're gonna read from five fourteen down to verse number nineteen. And mother, hey mother, eat. 
Pick it up at verse 19 down to verse 21. 19 and 21. We're going to go take a look at something here. We're in St. John chapter 5, verse 14 to 19. Hey, Brother Titus, let that say that we can read. The book of John, chapter 5, verse 14 to 19. John, chapter 5, verse 14. Afterward, Yahweh the Son, finding him in the temple, and said unto him, Behold, you are made whole, then no more. That's the worst thing coming to you. Verse 15. The man departed and told Judah that it was Yahweh the Son which had made me whole. Verse 16. And therefore did Judah persecute Yahweh the Son to sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. Seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen. All right, verse eighteen, verse seventeen. But Yahweh the Son answered them, My Father, work it too, and I work. Verse eighteen. Therefore, Yahweh Judah sought the more to kill him, because not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that Yahweh was his father, making himself equal with Yahweh. Verse 19, then answered Yahweh the Son and said to him, Truly, truly, I said to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he did the Father do, but what things soever he doeth these, also doeth the Son likewise. You see now, see, see, this is what Christianity come in at. Christianity got, and I'll be that too, they got, they'll twist the son's word, even you know that, what they call it, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. All three is one. I said, oh, what you mean by they all three is one? Did they all stacked up in each other? Yeah, in, in so many ways. No, that's not, that's not correct. See, that's not correct. That's what Christianity do for you. That's the reason right now we stumbling around as a thing and Yahweh watching you. He's sending the last message to tell you. There ain't no such thing as no trinity. There ain't no three stacked into one. Psalm just told you right then and here plainly that I can't do nothing without my father. So now how could he be him? Being schizophrenic. He said, I can't do nothing without my father. And and matter of fact, hey, Mother E, he says in fourteen twenty six of the same book, hey, 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 Mother E, what do he say out of his own mouth in fourteen twenty six? Mother Mother E, what did he say out of his own mouth? Thank you. We're going to the fourteen chapter. Yeah, what do we say out of his own mouth, mother? Make that verse 28. Well, make it 28, mother. Make it 20. Thank you, Mother Z. 1428. Thank you, Mother Z. 14, verse 28. Verse 28 reads, You have heard how I say it unto you. I go away 
and come again unto you. If you love me, you would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. You see that? So, Mother, Christianity will have the Son, the Father, and the Holy Ghost one. No, they're not one that way. They one like when you brand your fringes, keeping the Sabbath day, and all the six anointed camps. You come together with one man. You one, but you individual, but we all on the same page. See, when you're on the same page, you become one. You can get some things no done when you become one. When you all get in where you're fitting in it, we become one with that mindset. But we all different individuals. The son said he can do nothing, nothing without the father. Nothing. See, but no we don't hear that. See, Christianity said we can't hear that. They can't hear this verse. They can't hear his own mouth talking about you can't do, I can't do nothing without my father. And you don't hear his own mouth saying in 15 verse 5, Mother Eve. Hey, Mother Eve. And you don't hear his, his, his mouth talking in 15 verse 5 of the same book. You, you don't even hear his own mouth talking. His mouth still talking in 15 verse 5 of St. John. What, what does his mouth say again to you? St. John, chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him. The same bringeth forth much fruit. But without me, you can do nothing. And without your Yahqua, you can't do nothing. Right. And you can't do nothing Yaqua? if you ain't got your Yaqua with you. So how you teach a lesson if you ain't got Yaqua on the table? Without Yaqua, you can't do nothing, although you make him find your $10. But if you don't have Yaqua with you, he said you can't do nothing. So where you got it temporarily. So that's why you got to make sure you got your Yaqua right. Now, so... We find out the son is making it plain to his followers called disciples. Listen, the father got me on this mission. But my job was to pick y'all to get y'all prepared because I'm going back up to the father and be on the right hand. So I got to get y'all right to be able to take care of this thing. But I want y'all to know my position. This is not my will. It's the father's will that I'm down here. And I'm, and I'm only here is to gather the scattered 12 tribes of Israel in the mind by getting y'all right. That's what he's trying to say. So now, Mother, verse number 20 down to verse 24. Can you help those see out 20 to 24? This is what he says between 20 and 24 of St. John 5. Verse 20 to 24. Let's be, we're going to analyze this. Well, I'm going somewhere with this because when the class was over on the bottom part of the Sabbath day, 
you know, something sit right with me, and I'll sit still for a minute and grab a book. You see, they didn't leave out with you. They didn't leave out all on the same page on what was said. So you got to go back over on the network once them young lines is all hook, line, and sinker on the microphone. Okay, good. 29 to verse 24, what it said, Mark? St. John chapter 5, verse 20 to 24. Verse 20. For the Father loved the Son and showed him all things that himself did. And he will show him greater works than these that he may marvel. Verse 21. Hold that part, Mother. Hold that part, Mother. Hey, 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 Mother E, what's going on in verse 20? Can you have to see what's going on in verse 20? Oh, the Father loves the Son. He showed him all things. The Father loves the Son, and he showed him all things. Yeah. Okay. The Father did greater work than him. Okay. He worked in me. And and he don't do it to him he gonna do the work. He gonna do the work so good he, that he gonna do what? What are he gonna do? That ye may marvel. That ye might marvel. That ye may marvel. I mean, the song gonna oh, yeah, He gonna he gonna do this thing so good it gonna make you marvel. All right, see, this, this, this is what we trying to tell you. When you when you on the right track and you understand what he's saying, the the. The son, the father said, I'm going to make sure I get my boy right. I'm going to get my boy right that even you going to marvel behind what the song going to do. See? That's good talk here. See, this is when you're knowing, and that's the same thing. The goal of anointed leadership is to make sure you understand this thing and be able to prove this thing when you're on the clock. Because you're going to be on the clock. All six anointed camps are going to be on the clock. And see, we want to make sure you understand, not just reading this thing, you understand what's going on. That you be able to explain it and love doing it. That like we read here. So, verse 21, what does it say, Mother? Verse 21. But as the Father raised up the, the dead and quickened them, even so, the son quickened him, he will. Oh, yeah? So you see, you see, you see what he gave him? And you know that word called archivation? Or whatever, how that word go when you give somebody a power of attorney? And you, you give them, uh, how, that, how that word go is, uh, I can't pronounce that word like I want to pronounce it. It's called an archivation. Of, what, can y'all hear? One of y'all in your mind have to say, what's that word you you have to you have to give the the, the attorney a power of attorney. You got to, you got to get a uh, uh, um, what they call that word? What the, hit me out. You got to give him what? I know the power of attorney, but you got to give him something. You got to give him a uh, uh, authorization. Authorization. That's the word wrong. Authorization. Yeah, that that's what I want. I know uh, our sister D.S.J. Israel, she, 
she could have she could have came to my microphone and said that much. The bottom line is the bottom line is that this right here, the father gave the son this right here. Now let's precept that uh Brother Micaiah. Let's precept that to the twenty eighth chapter of Matthew verse eighteen. Now what this what this word means, he says, um the father the father did some good stuff, whatever he did, he gave and he quickened the son or whatever, and son twenty one, that's good stuff. But I'm gonna precept that and see what that means. What that means by going to twenty eight chapter of Isaiah verse two I mean you know, Matthew twenty eight eighteen. What that means. Hey, hey, Bob McKay, what that mean in when you precept your Bible in twenty eight eighteen? The book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse number 18, verse 18 reads, And Yahweh the Son came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Is that? So all power, that what he means by getting this um, piece of, what that word again? Uh, what that word is again? Uh, authorization. Excellent. So he said the Father has given him that long, that big old word. All the power been given to him. So now all the power is given to him, that means that when it's time to do some correction, who gonna who gonna do who gonna do all the correction? The son. Huh? The son. Who who gonna do all the correction? Yaquah the son. Hey, that's the one I'm going to do all the correction. So, this is the one going to do all the correction is Yaquah the son. Then after he do all this correction, John Lyon, but Titus, what he going to do? I hold that point, mother. Come back there. Now, what he going to do after he do all this correction? After him done what? Let's go to fifth first Corinthians fifteen, twenty four to twenty eight. Right, Titus. First yes, Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse twenty four to twenty eight. Now we want to find now once he once he get the that what's that word again? What's that word again? Authorization. And and what that word mean according to twenty eight eighteen, what that word mean? According to twenty eight eighteen. All power. Great. All power. That's what that word means. All power. So who got who got who got all power? Yaquad. And where you get it from? From Yaquad the Father. Yaquad the Father. Excellent. the Father. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Now I'm I'm getting halfway happy. Now we're going to we going to the fifteenth chapter verse twenty eight. Twenty four and twenty eight. Now now I'm getting half happy now. Oh still getting halfway happy. Cause one thing about it, I don't want I don't want to see none of the six camps ever be put in predicament that they don't let them bump the gums and they come out victoriously. So I wanna make sure I've done my part. And the only way they come back short is because um they make themselves show. Mm-hmm. And I talk to them. I don't care 
It's not an organization or religious group on the planet Earth. No organization on the planet Earth can step with the voices of the true Israelites when it comes down to open his Bible. Hallelujah. What we do, we bag up everything we saying Hallelujah. and we use the true name of him and, and get back Jack. In a ministry nowhere on the planet Earth can step with the voices of a true Israelite with the Bible open. Catholic Church can't do it. Not a day saints can't do it. The WCC cannot do it. We on a, we on a, we on the airway six nights a week. Unless if you put it on the table, we can scrutinize it and show you your errors in it. Do us the same way and see how you come up show. Every time. Because we know who put us in this position. That's the four-letter man. And that's why we have to make sure that we understand with no problem. The father gave his son these paperwork and told him, and so now, so now I got to precept that. Help me out there, Mother. Hey, Mother E. So now we can understand this then. With that mm-hmm. understanding, we now we can out a halfway protocol. So when we read this verse, then we can understand this verse. We're going to Matthew 16, Mother. We're going to Matthew 16. And then when we read verse 19, we should understand this verse now. Now by the Minister Spirit say, yeah, it says pretty good. Now bring in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Now you can hear this verse right here. 16, verse 19. What does it say, Mother? Matthew 16, 19. Bring it. The book of Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. And I will give unto thee. The key of the king of heaven. And what and whatsoever thy shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thy shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which one of you young line will take a shot at that? What that what that saying? What that saying, young line? Who will take a shot at that? What that saying? Say, I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. So mm-hmm. these, what these keys are. So you got to preach up what the keys are. What these keys are, what he's talking about. The keys mm-hmm. of kingdom of heaven. Okay. I'm going to go on to Luke 11. So far, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. All right. We're going to the book of Luke, chapter 11, verse 52. Luke, chapter 11, verse 52. Woe unto you, lawyers, we have taken away the key of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You have entered not yourselves. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent, young man. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, we understand that none of us 
The keys is not what the Roman Catholic Church got in the Vatican City. They got a room where they got two two pieces of turn turn keys up there on a the big plaque. Now the Pope got the keys. What man he ain't talking about no physical keys. Uh, the Pope got the keys. Yeah, what Pope got? What Pope got the keys? The Pope ain't got nothing right. The Pope ain't got nothing right. The keys is a physical thing. I mean, it's a spiritual thing. It's knowledge. You be able to look at things spiritually. The keys is not a carnal thing. It's the knowledge of the will of the Son that was sent to from the Father. And the ones that takes over after him will be the followers that have the keys, and that was Peter, and Peter was a what? What was Peter according to the Bible? See, what was mm-hmm. Peter according to the Bible? So the keys, which is the knowledge, was put in the hand of Peter. And what was Peter is not what they got in the Vatican City, some pale red statue of Peter and Paul, because Peter don't look like that. So you don't have the keys. You have the keys of deception. And it's going to destroy you. Matter of fact, in the 59th chapter, let me tell you, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen to you. If you, don't, if you don't break out running out of these Catholic churches and these latter-day saints and world council churches, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen to you. I'm going to tell you what the Bible says. I'm going to tell you what the Bible says is going to happen to you. Because you're because you, you confused. If you don't get, if you don't, in the 59th chapter there, Brother Micaiah, can you have to see out in one down to verse five? Let us see what the Bible says gonna happen. And one down to verse five. In the fifty ninth chapter of Isaiah, one down to verse five. Listen, those that's in the Catholic Church, those that's in the Latter Day Saints, those that's in the World Council of Churches. Listen what he tell you if you are a member of the 12 tribes of Israel was called today African-American, Negro, and color. Look what he says in the 59th chapter to the fear, 59, 1 down to verse 5. Listen to what he said that we can read. What he said, what he said we can read that young line, Micaiah. Okay, the book of Isaiah, chapter 59, verse 1 down to verse number 5. Verse 1 reads, Behold, Yahweh's hand is not shortened that it cannot say, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. Verse 2, but your sin has separated between you and your Yahweh, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. Verse 3, for your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with sin. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue has muttered perverseness. Verse 4, none calleth for justice, nor any pleaded for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and 
Bring forth sin. Verse 5. They had cockatrice eggs and weaved the spiders with. He that eat of the of their eggs died. And that fish is crushed, break it out into a bite. Mm-hmm. Uh, read verse 4 again. 4 read. Isaiah 59 verse 4. None calleth for justice, nor any pleaded for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth sin. Next verse. Verse 5. They hatch cockatrice eggs. And weeds the spiders well. He that eateth of their eggs dieth, and that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. Mm. He said, he called them a snake. He said, right. if you eat of their eggs, you die. Mm-hmm. He said, if you eat of their eggs, you die. You die. Mm-hmm. You eat of their eggs, you die. He's the reason he don't hear you because you eating up their eggs and you die spiritually. You die with the grease on the wall and everything. And it's like an elephant in the room and you cannot see the great big elephant in the kitchen you trying to cook. That's how we have been destroyed with that Christianity morphine drip. If you eat their eggs, spiritually you die. Okay, I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna show you what we mean by spiritually you die. Now watch this. Watch this. Uh, Mother, mother, mother. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter twenty. We're going to Ezekiel chapter twenty. Let let me show you where you spiritually dead at. Those that's in a Christian, which is headed by the the, the poker room. Let me show you where you spiritually mm-hmm. dead at. I mean, look at right the elephant in the room, and you still don't see the elephant in the room. And in Ezekiel chapter 20, look what it says in Ezekiel chapter 20, and who was he talking to in verse 5? <laughs> who was he talking to your mother in verse 5? Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 5, and say unto them, Thus said Yahweh, in, in the day when I chose Israel and lifted up my hand unto the seed of the family of Israel, Jacob, and made myself known unto him, them, in the land of Egypt, when I lifted up my hand unto them, saying, I am Yahweh, your Yahweh. I am Yahweh, your Yahweh. And that what he said. Now look, now look what he said to them and 10 down to verse 20. 10 down to verse 20. Hey, Mother E, what do you say? Get that microphone. Look at that 10 down to verse 20. What do you say, Mother? Um, Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 10 to 12, verse 10. Thy mother is like a vine, and thy what you read, mother? Hold on, mother. Hold on. Look at that Ezekiel 20, verse 10. 
Look at it real carefully. Verse 10. Oh, I went on the wrong page. Okay. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 10. Therefore, I caused them to go forth out of the land of Egypt and brought them unto the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And I gave them my statutes and showed them my judgment, which if a man do, he shall even live in them. Moreover, also I gave them my fast to be a crime between me and them, that they might know that I am the Yahweh that sanctified them. Stop it there, Stop it there. Now, 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 what's going on with this picture right here? Hey, Mother, according to verse 5, who is he talking to, Mother, according to verse 5? Hallelujah. According to verse 5, Mother, who are you talking to, Mother? All right, young lad. No tricky sound. All right. He's talking to the family of Israel. In verse five, he talking to the whole. He talking to the family of Israel. That's what he talking to. Hallelujah. He talking to the family of Israel, and who? Uh, a mother. Read verse four and twenty. Verse four, and if he talking to the family of Israel, who talking to the family of Israel? According to verse four. 20 verse 4, Mother. Hey, Mother E, 20 verse 4. Who's talking to the children of Israel? Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 4. If I judge him from a man, if I judge him, cause him to know the abomination of their father. Uh-huh. So, so, Mother, so, Mother of the young lion. What's going on? How is, this, how is this thing working in this picture? So what's going on? How is this message is getting from one point to the next? Who's supposed to do the judging from one point to the next to inform whatever's going on? What is the protocol what we read right now? According to verse 4. According to verse 4, what, what is verse 4 talking about? Talking about the seal. He turned the seal. He turned the seal. Would you judge them, son of man? Would you judge them? Cause them to know the abominations of their father. They, and, and who's the deal? The children of Israel. Israel. And who's the deal? The, the children, children of Israel. Telling, so, telling the so who's supposed to judge the who pulled the judge, the children of Israel, and show them their abomination that they're doing? According to verse 4, who supposed to do this? The seer. The seer. The seer. Right. The seer. The seer do the judge. Is that what we're reading? Is that what we're reading? That's what we're reading. So the Almighty himself did not come to the children of Israel when he sent the angel. Where did, where did he go to? The seer. Record verse 4. Go to the, go to the seer. 
He goes to the seer. He goes to the seer, and the seer is the one that put the uh, the anointing oil on anointing leadership to mm-hmm. go to the people and let the people know that you're out of order. So once That's the seer right. is anointed from above, his job is to get those that got an ear to hear to understand mm-hmm. something that, listen, you is born the mission. It ain't no poke in this right here. The poke is not a replacement. The poke is not working with this Bible, truthfully speaking. Matter of fact, can you give me that article of what the poke did in 2009, uh, Young Lions? Can you help me out? In the other young line, give me over there uh, what the Pope be doing every day in the 26th chapter, verse 12. Can you help me out? I mean, how do you not see the great big elephant in the kitchen while you're trying to cook some soup? Why you can't see this? Listen what it said that is led by the Pope. He got it on record. Young line, Brother Mackay, what he got on record? And and then, Brother Titus, can you give me that 26 trail? Had that waiting on me in the third book of Enoch. So let back to the thing. We, how do you, how do you do, hey, Mother E, give me 55 verse 3 of the book of Isaiah. Hey, Mother, can you give me 55 verse 3 of Isaiah, Mother, Mother E? Can you have to see it out in 55 verse 3? Yes. Yeah. What do you say in 55 verse 3? Okay. I see it 55 verse 3. Neither the, I see it 55 verse 3. Okay. Okay. I see it 55 verse 3. Incline your ear and come unto me. Hear and you shall hear and your soul shall be live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercy of David. Mm-hmm. Now read verse 2. Now read verse 2. Verse 2. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfies not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat you that which is good, and let your soul delight <clears throat> itself in that. He said, why you spend your money for that which is not bread? Why are you doing it? He won't know. Why is you doing what you're doing? Mm-hmm. He won't know. He said, how do you not see the elephant in the room? You're in the mm-hmm. kitchen. You're trying to cook, and a big old elephant's in the room with you, and you can't even see it. Listen what the Pope did in 2009 by Bob McKay. Get the time, Bob McKay. Let the national audience let you understand what the Pope did, this Vatican City Pope did 2009. 
2008. What did he do that we can read there, young lad? All right. The Vatican, reading a historical document about the, it reads, the Vatican seeks to eliminate use of the divine name. A fragment of the Septuagint dating from the first century CE, the divine name represented by the four Hebrew polluted word for Shemitic letters. Commonly translated, Y-H-W-H, Yahweh is certain. This is my name for all time. Exodus 3.15, page 30 of the Watchtower, April 1st, 2009. Paragraph 1 reads, The Catholic hierarchy is seeking to eliminate the use of the divine name in their church services. Last year, the Vatican congregation or divine worship and disciple, I mean, in the discipline of the sacrament, sent instructions on this matter to Catholic bishops, conferences worldwide. The step was taken by directive of the Pope. This document dated June 29, 2008, decrees the fact that despite instructions of the contrary, in recent years, the practice has crept in on pronouncing Yahweh of Israel's proper name, known as the Holy or Divine Texagrammaton, written with the consonants of the Hebrew polluted word for genetic alphabet in the form of YHW. The document notes that the divine name has variously been rendered Yahweh, Y-A-H-W-E-H, Yahweh, Y-A-H-W-E, Yahweh, J-A-H-W-E-H, Yahweh, J-A-H-W-E, Jah, J-A-V-E, Yehovah, Y-E-H-O-V-A-H, and so forth. However, the Vatican directors seek to reestablish the traditional Catholic position. That is to say, the text of Grammaton is to be replaced by L-O-R-D, Lord. Moreover, in Catholic religious services, hymns and prayers, Yahweh's name, Y-H-W-H, is neither to be used or pronounced. In support of this position, the Vatican's document appeals to the immoral tradition of Catholicism. The director claims that even in the Septuagint translations of the Hebrew polluted word for Shemitic scriptures, dating to pre-Christian times, the divine name was regularly rendered Kiro, the Greek word for L-O-I-D, Lord. Thus, the directive is the directive insistent Christians too, from the beginning, never pronounced the divine textogrammaton. This statement, however, ignores clear evidence to the contrary. Early copies of the Septuagint contain not Creole, but the divine name in the form Y-H-W-H. Christ, Yahweh Christ, first century father, 
knew and pronounced Yahweh's name. Yahweh the Son himself said in prayer to his father, I have made your name known. John seventeen twenty six. And in his well known model prayer, Yahweh the Son taught us to pray. Our Father in the, in the heaven. Let your name be satisfied. Sanctified. Matthew six nine. It should be the desire of all Christians to see Yahweh's name satisfied. Vatican efforts to eliminate its use dishonor Yahweh, the one who said, This is my name forever. By his by this name I should be invoked for all generations to come. Exodus three fifteen, the Jerusalem Bible. Uh-huh. But my question is, young man, did he get it? I want you to emphasize, once the Pope got that information, who did he get that information to to carry out his will, and we're going to find where his will comes from? Did the Pope sit on that information? What did he no, do he once he received that information? What did the Pope do that we can read once he received that information? In that article, what what did he do? And I want you to emphasize it because you sound real kind of low. And um, I want to bring it out. When Pope received that information, he just got through reading in 2009, 2008. What did he do with it that we all can read together? For those of computer readers, you can pull up that article, that historical documents, facts, what the Pope did in 2008, 2009. But I want to know, you know, put some man in your chest. What did he do when he received the information? What did he do with it? Last year, the Vatican Congregation for Divine Worship and the Discipline of the Sacraments sent instructions on this matter to Catholic bishops' conferences worldwide. Instruct them what? Instruct them to what? The steps was taken by directive of the Pope. The document dated June 29, 2008, decrees the fact that the, despite instructions to the contrary, in recent years, the practice has crept in on pronouncing the Yahweh of Israel's proper name. Excellent. Excellent. So when the Pope received his information, and that's it. So when the Pope received his information, he summons all the Christian bishops, pastors, and everybody to come down and listen. And told them, eyeball, eyeball. He said, are you a Christian? Yes. You see this name, Y-H-W-H, the divine name? I want you to jump over this name like it's a plague. Every time you see this word, Y-H-W-H, Jump over it like somebody got some fire on your tail. And mm-hmm. holler, Lord God and Jesus are as loud as you can. You can throw a little Jehovah if you want to. Nobody that a Christian can hear the divine name. And that's a decree to everybody mm-hmm. that's up under my administration, the Pope saying. You bishops, you get out there and you call this, you go to them, them Christian churches, 
and all the places that I'm over with. I'm over Christianity. And the last thing I want to hear is some Yahweh in there. I got my orders, and I'm giving you your orders. Now let's go find where he get his orders from. So now he said he got his orders, and he passed it to all them bishops. A big, the big bishop out there in Big Timothy Dolan out there in New York. He got the message. All the big cardinals, all the big uh, clergymen, they understand one thing. Never tell your congregation that the true name is Y-H-W-H. So he got the order from somebody and passed it to everybody that's a Christian. That's why your Christian pastor and like he never heard that name, but he hasn't mm-hmm. heard that name, but he got a decree from them bishops and them cardinals to ignore the divine name. And that's an right. article on 2009. And he found everybody up on a Christian that got a, a, a church, a congregation, don't use the four-letter name, Y-H-W-H. He gave them orders. Now let's find out where he get his orders from. Now, young man, I want you to, I want you to expound on it as young lion read it. But Titus, I want you yes, to expound on it and take notes on you, Brother Micaiah. Let's see what you expound on it before the national audience what is getting ready to read. I want you to break it down. I'm all ears. Y'all on the clock. Come on. I'm going to the book of third, third book of Enoch, chapter 26, verse 12 reads, Why are they called seraphim? Because they burn the writing tables of Satan. Every day, Satan sits together with Samuel, the Pope of Rome. And with Jubiel, the prince of Persia, and they write down the sins of Israel on their writing table, which they had over the seraphim, and so that the seraphim can present them to the righteous one. Best be he, so that he should eliminate, destroy Israel from the world. But seraphim, Know the secrets of the righteous one. Blessed be he. They know that he does not want the people of Israel to perish. What do the seraphim do about this? Every day they receive the tablets from the hand of Satan. And they burn them in the burning fire. Which is near the high and exalted throne. They do this in order that the tablets do not come before the righteous one. Blessed be he when he sitteth upon the throne of judgment, judging the entire world in truth. Hallelujah. Well, so what just took place here right now is that uh we know that Satan the devil uh, trying to take down the children of Israel and he gonna meet up with his main man, the Pope. It's the one right here is to read the Prince of Rome is the Pope. That's sitting on on the throne right now over there in Rome in the Vatican City, and also he got his main man with him rolling with him is uh the Prince of Persia, 
That's another big dignitary that the Satan devil going to talk to. So we know that this same one that told us not to use the name, which is the Pope, we know he getting this answers from uh, Satan the devil himself that they don't want us to use that name. So we got we can read right here that we know that the Pope is answering to Satan the devil, and they're trying to destroy us every day. To eliminate the name without using the name. Without using the name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's all you got? Uh, okay. That's all, all you right. got? I mean, I mean, I was right. That was it, but I said, you know, that's all you got? I mean, I, I, I mean, was that was pertaining to what pertaining to what's going on right now. Uh-huh. Not only okay, that, that's good. Not, not only that. Go ahead, go ahead, y'all. Not only that, the same one, the same one that eliminates the Sabbath day as well too. It changed to the first day. So, not having the name, that's number one. Destroy Israel, not having his name right, and not having the right day, which is the Sabbath day as well too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but, but the part that I, I was going to hear a little bit more that I was going to make sure it's brought out, once um, the Almighty sent his mental spirit to get, to, to get this uh, message that the Pope gives to Satan and Satan mm-hmm. gives it to them, did you explain finally what happened, what they do when they receive that message from the hand of Satan, did, did you uh, break it down? I was listening. I was wondering, but you take care of that part too. I, I, can, now, I can still ask. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah me, can you uh, yeah, bring that part out so we 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 clear of that? Satan visits the Pope seven days a week, mm. and when the Pope, when the Satan shows up on the Pope and the Prince of Persia. And when it, it, all the other nations, when he show up on all them, but his thing is really, and once the Pope give him the information he got to Satan the devil, then Satan the devil got this information, then what Then what do he do, and then what happens next once they pass the information on? What happens, that's the part I want to hear, and I want to hear a little boldly what happens, how, what they do, once um, they shows up with Satan, at, they meet him somewhere yeah, up, up in the way. Then he'll pass something to the, he'll pass something to Yahweh's, um I mean, let me get a precept. Let me, let me, let me get, let me get a precept on that. There. Let me get a precept. Um, and Yahweh, Makai, you get your thoughts together on that. But I want to get a precept with Mother E. I want to get a precept on that. Hey, hey Mother E. Let's run to Revelation and get a precept, Mother Eve. I want to go to Revelation and get a precept on something, Mother Eve. And the book of Revelation, End Time Prophecy, I want to give me a precept, Mother Eve, on something that goes on in the 12th chapter of Revelation. I want to get a precept. I want to, you know, sometimes my words get tied in, tied tongue sometimes. But I know the Bible can 
can just, you know, if you can turn to the page, then you better read a little bit. It talks pretty good. Now, mother, in the 12th chapter of Revelation, mother, mother, Eve, can you help it? the old the old see out in 12 verse 9? What is it saying 12 verse 9 there, mother? The book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 9 reads, And the great uh, dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his menacing spirit was cast out with him. Uh, yeah, it is evil menacing spirit was cast out with everybody. That was mm-hmm. everybody that ate, that, that ate his, they eventually is going to die, but his evil mental spirit was cast out with him. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened next in verse 10, mother? This is end time prophecy, so they were cast out of heaven. We're clear about that. And what happened verse in verse 10? 10? What, what do he do in verse 10? Okay. Revelation chapter 12, verse 10. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our Yahweh and the power of his son, Yahweh the son, for the accuser of our brethren, is cast down, which accused them before our Yahweh day and night. Take that thing. So he accused mm-hmm. day and night. So so when he got down to earth, he thought he could continue that thing. No. Mm-hmm. This guy here is relentless. He accused, he was in heaven. He mm-hmm. accused the brethren that's in heaven. Because he had a big position in heaven, and mm-hmm. he accused all of the big dignitaries in heaven. But they got together, well, these Michael got together, the Almighty Son, uh, what you mean, WCC, what that happened? Okay, we want a precept on that? Okay, well, mm-hmm. let's, let's get a precept on that. Um, young line, brother, Tyson. Yes, sir. Get a precept on that. Let's go to Luke chapter 12, because when this was going on, somebody was peeping at this thing. Remember, the cues of the brother was cast down, right? Mm-hmm. Now, WCC, the World Council of Churches, want a precept. We'll give uh-huh. a precept. Let's see if we go to the 12th chapter and get him a precept. In the 12th chapter, we want to give him a, pre- a precept there. Got a line that's what I want. I want the 12th chapter round about um, something you said. Can you, can you have to see how he's kind of struggling right now? He's looking for um, something that we can read. Maybe I'll find me a Bible that I can read. Let me see. Now, now if anyone of y'all want to have to see out now, I want, I, I want to read seven. something that can run out a little bit louder now. Put some air in your chest. 12-7. Okay. 
<clears throat> so so they so they they receive what they have to say. They come down and you know, okay, what you got, Satan? We know you got something about the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. He, he said, yeah, I got a whole list of potent work, a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, give it to me. Because, see, he can't come no more up in heaven no more. So he got a, a mediator between him. Mm-hmm. So what you got on the children of Israel. He did his paperwork. And soon as the angels get to pay the work, they sit and burn it. Man, let me think about this guy right here. And they go about their business. They got to do it every day. Now, why do they burn it? Why do they burn it? They everything that Satan get from the Pope. Why do they burn it? We'll preach up our Bible, Brother Titus. Mm-hmm. We'll preach up in in Second Peter two ten, and we'll reach. We'll get our point. Let's find out why. Why do? Why do they burn it? It's okay, Satan. We'll come down. We we'll hear you. We know every day you got something you always accusing the brothers day and night, the children of Israel. Okay, what paperwork you got from the Pope? Give it to them. Now they got it, and then they disappear from Satan, and they'll burn it. They'll burn that garbage. Why? You precept your Bible in Second Peter chapter two verse ten and find out why. Let's find out why. Read a little bit there, uh, Brother Read a little bit if you can get out of this. I was going to the chief speaker of the nation of Israel. First Peter chapter two verse ten. First Peter chapter two verse ten. First Peter chapter two verse ten. Read. With the time past, were not a people, but are now the people of Yahweh, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Girl, hold that point. Hey, hey, hold that point, young man. Maybe make, maybe make that first Peter or on one king, because that, that ain't what I need. I, okay, I made an error. I know. Second Peter, chapter two. That's oh, second oh, Peter. Chapter. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. Second Peter, chapter okay. two, verse ten. Second Peter, yes, chapter sir. Yes, two, sir. verse ten. But you, but you, but chiefly them that walk after the flesh and the lust of the uncleanness and despise government for suffering. <laughs> Are they self-will? They are not afraid to speak evil of dignity. Yeah, right. Verse eleven. Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not veiling accusation against them before Yahweh. <laughs> Verse eleven. So you see, so so that's that's it. So the angels receive. Whatever Satan got that he got from the Pope, he receives it. The reason they burn it before it gets to Yahweh, read verse 11 again, young line. Take your time there, young line. With it. Why do they burn it and don't let Yahweh even hear that? 2 11. Second, second Peter chapter 2, verse 11. Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, Bring not railing accusations against them before Yahweh. Uh, young line, Makai, you want to stand on that young line? With that precept, you want to stand on that young line? Makai, how about, this, how about, how about expounding on that, Brother Makai? 
Okay. What are you saying? Uh, uh-huh. Okay. He's saying in Second Peter chapter uh, two, picking up at verse number ten, that um. No, verse eleven. Hey, hold on, hold on, y'all. Expound on verse eleven, pertaining to what you said prior to what you said, uh, how they received all the accusation from Satan, mm-hmm. and they burned it by use of precept two eleven. Okay, well, these letting me know in verse number eleven, letting you know that uh, all these evil men and spirits. When when they come with these accusations before Yahweh, letting them know if you precept to uh, the book of Enoch, chapter 3, verse 26, verse number 12, that everything they bring to the midst of Yahweh, these uh, railing accusations, they get burnt before Yahweh. Uh, 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 why? Why, so, no, no, why? Let me so add one more thing to it. Let me, let me add one more thing to it. And they can't even get close to Yahweh. Yeah, but tie, but go, tie go. in 2.11 with that. Yeah, but tie in 2.11. See, can you break down 2.11 on what you're saying? See, can you, you get 2.11 in there with it? Okay. So when these ministering spirits, the ones that's, uh, he talking about that's great in power and might, when they don't bring, they can't bring no relevant accusation against, uh, against before Yahweh. Against them before Yahweh. The them is the children of Israel is referring to. And these men and spirits can't bring these relevant accusations to uh, Yahweh because before they even, before they can't even get close to them because it's going to go straight to the fire by the seraphim. Because they're going to take it and they're going to take it from the uh, 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 from Satan the devil and they're going to take it and they're going to burn. So they'll never be able to get to Yahweh. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I, I I I can live with that. I can live with that. But uh, okay, we're not gonna beat that. We're not gonna beat that. But um, now some reason you 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 ain't got enough enough stereo audio there, uh, young Lana. I mean, some reason I ain't hearing you like I want to hear you. So um, let's see. If we go another way at this right here. Let's go another way at this. The reason why. The reason why. They will not bring Mother Z. I hear you, Mother Z. Hey, Mother Z, I hear you real plain. Now, Mother Z says, she has, look, look, see, I'm, I'm about ready to say something now. Quick. I got you, Mother Z. Let's go see it get his thoughts out. Now, we find out that although Satan do visit the Pope, at the Vatican City seven days a week. We found that out in life. Enoch said they did. And once he write up all the sins of the children of Israel, Satan shows up to ask of who that we don't have. He's the only one we don't really have is sixty-one accounts of both of the other two is right. Because they keep the Sabbath day and they use the name that you told us to make sure that name is swapped in a Christian's mouth. That's why you see every pastor that's a Christian would never use the four letters YHWH. What pastor 
were called on the true name Y-H-W-A. What is name? If you in a Christian church, the international line is 224-600-5579. You tell me what Christian pastor used the name of Y-H-W-A in any of their sermons. What is, what, what is the pastor's name? Because the Pope gave a decree. If you is up on a Christianity, which he's the vicar and replacement, he's the head of Christianity. Don't nobody in Christianity and leadership call on the true name Y-H-W-A because I had that name eliminated in 2009. And it's on your computer when I did it. I did it so what? But if you're going to be a Christian, you're going to keep Sunday, and you're going to call on Jesus, our Lord Christ. If you're going to be in my ministry, you're going to keep Sunday, the first day of the week, the day of the sun, as you in, and you're going to, you're going to cry mightily, Lord God, Jesus Christ. Although the Bible tells you plainly, uh, Brother Titus, in the book, uh, in the book called St. John, I know the Bible tell you plainly in St. John. Listen, the Bible will tell you plainly in St. John. I mean plainly in St. John. What do it say plainly in St. John chapter 19? I feel we can go right in St. John chapter 19. I mean with degrees on the wall. I mean high positions in the world. And can look at this verse right here in the 19th chapter of St. John and 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 play it, pay it, no, never mind. Verse 20. 1920. They look red. 1920. And, and, and play, no, never mind. What does it say in 1920 of St. John? John, chapter 19, verse 20. This title did read, many of Judah from the place where Yahweh's son was crucified, was near the city. And it was written, and he Clue the word for Shemitic and Greek and Latin. So it was written, it was written that he was crucified in three languages, the language of the day. See, I understand one thing. This, when you teach about this Aramaic, that some of the Israelites learned that when they went to Babylon. The Aramaic mm-hmm. language that's up on the dialect of Semitic. When they was when they was booted out their land for seventy years. When they got to the Babylonians where you where the Talmud and all that was written at. That's when they came back with the Aramaic language called it's um it's just like somebody in Texas speaking English and somebody down in Carruthersville speaking English. You hear two different dialects, and that's all that Aramaic is. Ain't nothing to get, you know, like 
tippy toes about Aramaic. The children of Israel was ran out their land, and they had to go serve a penalty for 70 years in Babylon. And that's where they learned the dialect of the Semitic language called Aramaic. Aramaic came out of Babylon. And when they came back, when they were let to come back, they brought back with the Aramaic language, and they said, Yahweh the son spoke Aramaic. Well, not really. He spoke he spoke what he said he spoke. Although we can go on the on that telephone and say, but they were clean it up, but you don't catch the part of being cleaned up. Now watch this. Let's go put up put up that on your telephone, the language of Jesus Christ. Now watch the telephone say, but you gotta catch the second part. See, just don't take the first part and run with it. Let the little white woman tell you the whole part of it. So somebody, somebody bring that up, what the little white woman say about the language of Jesus Christ. Who got that? All right. Who, who the language of here? Jesus Christ. Put the mic. According to space.co.in, Aramaic is best known as the language Jesus spoke. It is a Semitic language originating in the middle Euphrates. In 800 to 600 BC, it spread from there to Syria and Mesopotamia. Say it again. Say it again. Hold on. The language of Jesus Christ spoke. Aramaic. According to pace.co.in, Aramaic is best known as the language Jesus spoke. It is a Semitic language originating in the middle Euphrates. In 800 to 600 B.C., it spread from there to Syria and Mesopotamia. Mm. Mm-hmm. So this Aramaic language is really a dialect upon who? Upon what language? Semitic. That's what is a dialect upon the Semitic. So mm-hmm. now, Christian pastor, tell me in Hebrew... Greek or Latin, can you find anywhere Lord, God, Jesus, Allah, Jehovah? Show me one place. You go in your computer and pull up the three languages that was going on in that day. The language was three languages. Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. That was the three dominant languages. That was on the table. Show me in any record that in Hebrew, Latin, or Greek, they got a name called Lord, God, Jesus, or Jehovah. You see? Lord, God, Jesus, or, or and you said Jesus is the season, and you're going to call him Jesus, I don't care what nobody say. Okay, good. Huh? Good. You won't stiff your neck and you won't still call him Jesus. But Jesus is not in Hebrew, Greek, or Latin. Now we're going to precept that book to the book of Luke and get a second witness on it. Now, young lions, when you precept that book to Luke, where we get a second witness? And once you precept the Bible, huh? when you precept mm-hmm. the Bible, that's a game changer. I want to know the three languages that were spoken in 
his days, I won't know if the, if the language called English or Spanish, English or Spanish, you know, English, Spanish, or whatever, whatever, I got another language called uh, Islam. English, Spanish, mm-hmm. or Islam. Let's see if English, Spanish, or Islam going to be in the second witness. English, Spanish, or Islam. At the time of him being hung on a tree, I mm-hmm. want to know is it English, Latin, or Islam that that language even exists. Now, we're going to read that in the book of Luke. So now, young lions, what we go and read about the three languages, let's see, do Islam or Spanish or Islam, was they even invented, invented at this time? We go in the book of Luke. Now, where are we going in Luke, young lions? The book of now, Luke, chapter 20, Luke, chapter 23, verse 37 to 38. All right. Luke chapter 23, verse 37. It says, If you be the king of Judah, save yourself. Verse 38. And a superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Semitic. Blue the word Hebrew. This is the king of Judah. You see that? So there go your three languages. But now we got people saying you got to speak the Spanish language. You got to speak the English language. We speak English. We speak Spanish. And mm-hmm. we speak uh, Islam. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Well, only way you can learn the Bible, now you got to read the Quran and you got to learn the Arabic, the Arabic language. You got to learn the Arabic. You got to learn all the English. Or you got to learn how to speak Spanish. Now, one of them three languages even exists at this time. Now, all of these three languages is new language. This is a new thing. Spanish is a new thing. English is a new thing. Uh, what I call that? Uh, Muslim language again? What's the name of it? Islam, or what do you call it? Mm-hmm. What do you call it? What do they call it? Uh-huh. Um, what do they call it? What's the name of it? Arabic. 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 English and Spanish is a new thing. Here go the three languages that were spoken. Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. Mm-hmm. Now one of these now one of these Hebrew, Greek, or Latin got Allah in it. It got no Jehovah in it. It got no Lord God and Jesus in it. So you have bit is a goal with the Lord God and Jesus and Jesus Christ, right? It got nothing to do with the Bible. They didn't exist. And now you got mm-hmm. Spanish. You got um, English. And what's your other uh, language called again? Arabic. Arabic. Now one of them three languages even exists. So you ain't got to be worried about reading no Quran and learning what they in Arabic. You ain't got to be worried about none of that. You ain't got to worry about what they said in English, Lord God and Jesus, or how they call them uh, 
and Spanish. At the time of these three languages, they didn't even exist. And when the son spoke to man, what language did he did he speak to man in? Oh, let's just read the Bible. See, what I keep telling you, Christianity, Islam, Judaism is a morphine drip to you children of Israel. When he had something to say to man, what language did he say it in? Why don't you just precept your Bible? Ask your preacher to precept your Bible. What language did he spoke? When he had something to say to man, what language did he spoke? We go on to the 26th chapter and find out what language that he spoke in the book of Acts. Now, he, he read talk to man. He read talk to man. Now, we want to find out what language that he spoke to man in. In, in Acts 26, on the right side of your book, verse 14. Now, he, now, now read verse 13 there, uh, Brother Titus, to make it sound good. Let's see what it says in the 26th chapter, verse 13 and 14. We want to find out where he at, and he read and speak to man. Now, Paul Saul is going to tell the big dignitary of Griffin exactly what happened to him. And when this man was sitting on the right hand of his father, he spoke from his seat of authority down to man. And let's see what's said. In 26 chapter, verse number 13 and 14. The book of Acts, chapter 26. Yes, sir. Acts chapter 26, verse 13 and 14. Acts 26, verse 13. At midday, O king, I saw the way of light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me. And them which journeyed with me. Verse 14. And when he was all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me, saying in a Semitic tongue, Zahu, Zahu, why persecute you me? It is hard for me to kick against the prince. See, he don't make no adjustment to man. Man got to make adjustment to him. Uh, he sit there and, and put down the Saul, Paul, in the Hebrew tongue, properly Semitic. And he asked him a question. He said, he said hey, Paul, why, why? He says, why are you kicking against my program, Paul? See, Paul explained himself so Yahweh let him live. He, should, he, he, he let him live to tell his story. He knocked him off in the eighth chapter. He beat him up real good, blind him up, and let him live to tell his story. But Paul, but Paul came clean. See, your preacher is not going to never come clean, uh, Brother Micaiah, in 1 Timothy 1.13. Why your preacher can't come clean? Why? Why that preacher over there and that pope over there won't come clean? Why won't he just fall down on his knees and do 1 Timothy 1.13? What does it say, Brother Micaiah? What does it say? The book of 1 Timothy. Chapter 1, picking up at verse number 13, 13 reads, Who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injured, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. 
Mm-hmm. See, the Pope is not going to tell you that I have, I've been following Satan the devil ignorantly. He ain't going to tell you that Sunday is the wrong day. He ain't going to tell you that he, took, that he made everybody upon the Christianity change the name. And he ain't going to tell you that the WCC just said for that, what, what he just got to read, Micaiah 2 talking for the night. He's not going to tell you that. The WCC, World Council Churches say, Micaiah is off the radio for the rest of the night. Mute. See, that's how they operate. See, every time you put that word on them, they always going to do something. Expect that to happen. But we got mother, the mother, and they, they told the elder, the elder ain't coming on the night broadcast. Because we know the seal got something cooked up that we don't like. But hey, what happened? So, but Titus and mother, y'all got to take it all the way in. Because Brother Micaiah has been muted out of the broadcast. And that's the way it is. Right. So now, so we find out that. How do you let your pastors that head of Christianity ignore all this right here and you pay them your tithes, free will offers, and donations? He mm-hmm. teaches you the wrong day. He teaches you the wrong name. He teaches you the program of Satan the devil. And you still hook, line, and sink and, and kind of justify what they do. Why do you do that? Now, Going back to Yahweh the Son, Mother. We're going back because I, I, it seemed like to me at the last bottom of the seventh day, we, it was enough clearance on some information, Mother. And I want to make sure I've done my part to make sure we clear in the fifth chapter, Mother. You stopped off on verse number 20 or 21. Come on back to the fifth chapter. And read verse 21 again. And we're going to read a little bit. We're going to read down to verse 20, 24. Then young line, you pick up at 24. And we're going to take it down to verse number 30. So now come on back to a, a mother, Mother Eve. We in okay. St. John chapter 5, verse 21 okay. down to verse 24. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. St. John chapter 5, verse 21 to 24. Thank John chapter 5 verse 21 But as the father raised up the dead and quickened them even so the son quickened whom he will verse 22 for this father judges no man but has Commanded all judgment unto the throne. Verse 23. Hold that part, mother. Hold that part, mother. So, mother, who's going to make the, the first and the last decision according to man, according to verse 22? Okay, it said the Father don't judge no man. He has committed all to all the judgment unto the throne. Uh huh. So that means that means we just we got we got to get our knee right to who? The son. Y'all the son. Hallelujah, <laughs> right. 
That's right. That's right. So we gotta get our knee right to the sun. So if you think you if you think, if you don't get your knee right to the sun, this is the one that y'all probably gonna be looking at the sun. What, what you think about it? He said you gotta get your knee right with the sun. It don't rain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what, what was that word again? That the, the father gave the son again. About Titus, what that word he? What what was that he gave the son again? What that word again? Authorization. Excellent. So now, um, our sister B S J Israel, you know about that word real good. So. This right here is let us know the ball game. The poke ain't gonna be in this thing. The poke gonna be the poke gonna be gone in the bottom of the lake of fire. This is how this thing gonna happen right here. Twenty three. Twenty three. That all men should honor the thorns, even as they honor the father. He that honors not the thorn. Honor is not the father, which has sent mm-hmm. him. Ain't that something? Hold on, mother. Hold on, mother. So now for everybody, honor in the Pope. They got the Pope as the vicar and the replacement. But wait a minute. That, that, that ain't right. He said y'all got to get yourself right for this song. He said you you honor this song exactly the way you honor the father. I don't see no Pope up in him. You see, see, you is going to be in trouble. The Pope is not in this to be paying him any never mind. The same way you pay the seal, no never mind, you're going to do that double with this, with this Pope. Listen to the next verse. Verse 20, 24. Yeah. Truly, truly. Truly, truly, I say unto you, he that hears my word and believe on him that sent me has everlasting life and shall not come unto condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Ain't that something? Mm-hmm. He said, mm-hmm. you got to believe the order that's from heaven. You got to believe in the Son's word to get from death to life, not what the Pope says. You got to believe mm-hmm. in the Son, and Son is telling the one they're going to take his message. Don't worry about this new thing that come up called Spanish, English, and um, what, Arabic. Oh, that's a new thing. Mm-hmm. You better worry about this name. They're going to get you salvation, name of one name, that's the four letters. That's the mm-hmm. name the Pope on record barred from anybody up on a Christian. That's why you are never going to a Christian church nowhere because apostolic, any of them, they would never call on that four letter man's true name, Y-H-W-H, Yaqua. Because they got an order from the Pope that he sent to all the ones that's up on the Christianity. I don't care how good the sermon is. 
Never use the true name Y-H-W-H, Yahweh. Do you got an answer to me? Because I got an answer to Satan the devil. Mm-hmm. And you never tell nobody about no Sabbath day. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. You tell them to be at my place in Christianity on Sunday. First day of the week, the day of the sun. You see that? So you know you're not going to never hear the name, and you're going to not have your worship on the right day, which is Friday night to Saturday night. You're going to do Sunday. Brother, the big elephant is in there, and you're kicking the knot, and you can't see it, and you'll call on Lord God and Jesus. That's a decree of all that's upon the Christianity here by the Pope that here by Satan the devil. Mm-hmm. And they'll fight you two for nail on it. Uh-huh. Now, look what, look what he said in verse 25. Let's read a little bit down to 30, young lines. Let's read from 15 down to verse 30. Now, we're going to read what he's saying. Let's see the Pope in any of this right here, how it's going to be. Here's there, 25 to 30. Here's what we're just going to read it. Hold on that, Mother Z. We know you We know you get ready. Yeah, we know you got to round up to deliver to the national audience. Coming up. Let those see you get a couple more little hits in. We're going to turn it over to you, Mother. 25 to 30. Come on that young line. John chapter 5, verse 25 to 30. John mm-hmm. chapter 5, verse 25. Truly, truly, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of Yahweh the Father, and they that hear shall live. Verse 26, For as the Father have life in himself, so have he given to the Son to have life in himself. Verse 27, And have given him authority to execute judgment, also, because he is the son of man. Verse 28. Hey, hold on, y'all line. Hold on, y'all line. What the, what the other word? that You say he gave him authority. What's, the, what's that new word for it now? A word called authority. He gave him what word? Give me that new word Author- again. Authorization. That's right. So that's the new word. Authority is the new word called what? What it called again? Authorization. All right, read a little bit more. Verse 28. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming, in which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice. Verse 29. Oh, 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 oh. But wait a minute. All in the grave going to hear who's voice? His voice. Yahweh the Son's voice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yahweh the Son. Knock, knock the poker wrong. Knock the poker wrong. All the boys he gonna hear, he gonna hear the boys get up and get up and get in that fire. See the Pope ain't gonna be able to do none of this here. The Pope going to the fire. So those right. you that are Christians, we're telling you now, tell you up front, when you do shut this thing down, when you be when you be woke up, you going to the fire. Get around. Cause Song gonna wake you up and he's gonna check your record. He's gonna say you um you you Christian born and Christian going, right? Yes. <laughs> Guess what? I got great big angels to take you straight to the fire. And this is what's going to happen to you. We tell you up front. It's up to you. What's the next verse say? Verse 29. 29. 
Verse 29. And shall come forth. They that have done good. Until the resurrection of life. And they that have done evil. Until the resurrection of damnation. Hey, that's nothing. You hear what the man just said? They that done good. See, remember one thing. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me, Christian. If you done good, mm. and guess what <laughs> the definition of doing good is? See? See, you got to know what good is. You think good is? Oh, uh, running around how the Lord died in Jesus and keep him saying, no, that's not good. Let's show you the Bible definition of those that done good. Have, put a mark on that, Brother Titus. Let's go to uh, Romans and let us read Paul's, uh, Paul's writing. Let's read the 7th chapter, verse 1, 10 through 12 and 16. He said, those that done good, it's going to be in the light. Now, you won't know if you're doing good. Let the Bible tell you how you, be, how you know that you're doing good. We're going to read it right now. Romans 7, 1, 10 through 12, and 16. Break it. The book of Romans, chapter 7, verse 1, get down 10 to 12 and 16. Romans, chapter 7, verse 1, reads, Know you not, brethren, for I speak unto them that know the law, and how the law have dominion over a man as long as he liveth. Verse 10, verse 10 to 12. And the commandment which is ordained to life, I have found to be unto death. Verse 11. For sin taken occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it slew me. Verse 12. Wherefore the law is righteous, and the commandment righteous, just, and good. Verse 16. For then I do that which I would not, I could send unto the law, that it is good. Mm. Now, you hear it, Christian? The law is good. If you do good, that means you kept the law. That means you wear branches, which is a blessing. You keep the Sabbath day, sundown, Friday, sundown, Saturday. And you call on the name of the four letters, Y-A-W-H. Now you're doing good. You keep the feast days that's written in Leviticus 23. You keep all them days. We got six locations. Call for details, 224-600-5579. If you within 70 miles, go be in one bumping shoulders. That's how you do good. You're not doing good by keeping Sunday, Lord God and Jesus, and calling the Pope is the man. The Pope will be looking for some salvation, but he's not going to get none because he ain't doing good. See, he's not going to be in this been doing good because good is keeping the law that the Pope said done away with. Mm-hmm. So since he didn't keep the law, after doing good, read what happened next. According to son. Now, after you're done good and kept the law, you don't keep the law. What did he say you'll be? What do you say after good here in verse number, what are you reading in verse 29? What's after yes, good sir. again? Young line, what do you say? First, okay, John chapter 5, verse 29. Read. Unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil, unto the resurrection 
of damnation. Wow. It's evil when you're not keeping the Sabbath day. It's evil when you don't understand the children of Israel had a dress code by wearing princes. It's evil are you doing the Lord God and Jesus Sunday? That's evil. Your resort of evil is is it is told by his mouth if you don't do right. And we're gonna precept that mother. I'll tell you what we do, we'll precept after we bring Mother Z Mother Z to the stair. I gotta get in there. I got I gotta talk now. You'll talk long enough. Let me get in there. All right, Mother Z, let's let's get you in now. Well Mother Z is? Mother Z, one of the mothers out of Camp One. Mother Z said, look, I got to get in. I got to talk something now. I got to tell the National Order something. Hey, Mother Z, one of the mothers out of Camp One. Y'all quite beat you at see Royal. Yeah, well, best and chief this year, Israel, or Royal C. Hallelujah, y'all Hallelujah, y'all Mother Z. Now, Moses, now, you know, we've we been doing our part. And, you, and I know I'm talking long enough. Now you say you want to do your part. So address this national audience, over 800,000 strong in there as a side. Take your time. It's all yours, Moses. Come on. I'm going to read from First uh, John, the First John chapter 2, and I'm going to read down. Um, some verses. First John chapter 2, verse 1. My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocator with with the Father, with the Father, Yahweh, the Son, the righteous, verse 2, and he is the perpetuation perpetuation of our sins and not of our only, but also of the sins of the whole world. Verse 3, and hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his current instructions. Verse 4, he that sin, he that, he that say, I know him, and keep not his current instructions is a lie, and the truth is not in him or her. Verse 5, but whosoever keeps his word in him truly is the love of Yahweh perfect. Hereby know we that we are in him. Verse 6, he that says he abide in him ought to alter himself also so to walk even as he walked, verse 7. Brother, I write no new uh, commandment unto you, but an old commandment which 
ye have heard from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which ye have heard from from the beginning. Verse eight. Again, again, a new commandment I write unto you. Yes. Which things you keep in him and in you because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth. Verse 9. He that said he is in the light and have and hate his brother is in darkness even until now. Verse 10. He that loves his brother abide in the light, and there is no occasion for stumbling blocks in him. Stumbling in him, verse 11, that he that hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness. And know not where where he goeth, because the darkness have blinded his eyes. I'm going to read twelve, and then I'm going to stop. I write unto you, little children, because he sin, because your sins are forgiven you for. From his, for his name's sake. And I'm going to say, Hallelujah. 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 You may explain. So, if you say you know him and you're not keeping his law, you say you're alive. And true, but not in. That was Moe Z read. So mm-hmm. we let you know that this man, this mighty one, he got, uh, what's that word again? He got authority. What's that word authority mean again, your line? Authorization. He got authority. With that. Okay, he got authorization. He got authorization to take care of his business. So, so by him having authorization to take care of his business, so now, with that understanding, mother, so now we can go back and read, since he got all that power, and Isaiah's getting ready to say something. What did Isaiah get ready to say? And 45, 23. So now, with that understanding, mother, when we go to Isaiah 40, 40, with that understanding, so we read the prophecy of Isaiah 40. 523, mother. So that we should be clear, the son is the one that is, he is, my fact, uh, mother, what is the son that we can read? So we, so we can read this in the 44th chapter. When we read 40, hey, Marie, when we read 45, verse can you help those see out what 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 is it saying here? 
Okay, we clear where he got it from. Now, let's see what he says in 14 verse 12 of St. John. What did he say in 14 verse 12? The book of John, John. chapter 14, verse 12. Truly, truly, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Oh, so what he's saying that he's getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And now he said he's going to do better works than what I did because he's going to the Father. So now we got to now we got to identify the he that that we can read. He said he go to the father. Now I need a statement there, mother. In the book of Matthews, it was a statement mm-hmm. made by John the Baptist when he was in prison. He asked. The Almighty Son, a question. Can anybody help me out the question he asked Yahweh the Son? We want to read what he He asked a question. Now, who's going to help those see out the question he asked when he was in prison? He asked a question in prison. Can anybody help me out on what he asked the Almighty Son? He said something. While he was in prison, now, can anybody have to see how, what did he say when he sent his followers to look him eyeball to eyeball and ask him a question? Could anybody help those see out on what question did he ask huh, that we can read? Can anybody have to see out? Question was was asked about him. Can anybody help those out? Or when he looked, Yaquad, he looked his disciples straight in the face and said, "You go find him and ask him a question." And what was that question? And he gave an answer. Can y'all help me out? Remember, there's no class tomorrow on Tuesday. So, do we got table to Wednesday? I need to know what did he say. Now, all the class tomorrow is, is the young lions and the mothers. They all on pal talk at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be That's rehearsing right. the righteous act. So, so they're gonna be on at eight o'clock on pal talk tomorrow. So, if you know how to get in on pal talk, you hit a young lion and all putting up, putting their case in. Most of those things y'all up. So, but I want to know, it was a question asked, Mother, Mother V, Mother E, it was a question asked while he was in prison. He, he, you know, his disciples came by and and then they asked him, they, then he said to them, you go find this man, and ask him a question for me. Now, I don't know, do I got to tell that to Wednesday? Or uh, can I get I get answers out of this class right here? Which one? Can I get answers? 
No? Okay, we'll leave that alone. We'll leave that alone. We'll come back with it Wednesday. See, we'll leave that alone and come back with it Wednesday. Okay, we'll come back with it Wednesday. We'll leave that. Remind me of it to get back on it Wednesday on a, the question that he asked. Now, we'll go get it another way. Now, he says, um, he said, I'm going back to my father. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Malachi 4, verse 4 there, Brother Titus. No, no, Mother, you give me that 4, verse 4. Give me Malachi 4, 4. Let's see what the seer says about this. He said, I'm going back to the Father. But when he comes, he's going to do greater work. Now, young man, Brother Titus, give me the 37th. Chapter Ezekiel verse fifteen. Now give me one, two, three, four. Just skip out of verse fifteen to twenty-two. That's what I want from you, young lion. But mother, he said that I'm going away. But let's see what he told the seer because he said if I'm gonna tell anybody anything, I'm gonna tell my seer what I'm gonna do in advance. What he says in Malachi four, four, five, and six. What he say, mother? The book of Malachi, chapter 4, verses 4 to 6. Malachi, chapter 4, verse 4. Remember you, the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded unto him and her role for all Israel with the statutes and judgment. Verse 5. Behold, I will send you Elijah, Elijah, Elijah. Behold, I will send you Elijah, the priest, before the coming of the, the great. The who? Wait a minute. Elijah, Elijah the who? Elijah the seer. He said, I'm going to mm-hmm. send you. He said, I did. Listen, this is a prophecy. Hold on, mother. He said, this is a prophecy. He said, now, before the great day, I'm going to send Elijah the seer. So somebody will come in Elijah the seer, in the spirit of Elijah the seer, and what they're going to do, mother, matter of fact, what, what signs will they do that we can read? Come on. Okay. Uh, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of Yahweh. Let's see. And he shall turn the mind of the father to the children and the mind of the children to their father. Lest I come and smite thee Earth with a curse. Oh, so when this, when he come, he gonna turn the mind back to family, the fathers back to the son, and he gonna be talking about get yourself together, get your family right. That's what he gonna be talking about. He says this is what he gonna do when he come. He gonna be talking about. Family relationship. In the Catholic Church, they tell you to be in high, high dignity, high order, 
You can't have no better half. You can't have no. You can't have none of that. Terry can turn. How you gonna turn families back to the father, and you tell them to be in that position? You can't have no. You can't have no wife. You got to be a nun and you got to be a stomach priest or somebody. Hey, man, how you going to turn, turn somebody back to the family? Then you ain't got no family. And you can't have no family in this organization right here. Not, up, not in the hierarchy, see. Unless, uh, unless something changed. Now, if something changed. I know it's no problem by them, by them uh, making a call. If this damn change, now they can have they can have a husband and wife now. Look 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 at the Catholic Church saying, "Yeah, you can have as long as you don't bring it to the Pope." Lawyer, <laughs> 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 lawyer at the Pope, no, huh? Okay. All right. So now, so now we find out now. Let's start the property, mother. How is this going to happen, mother? Go to Hosea chapter 12, verse 13. Now, see, we're going to let you learn something and tell me where the poke is in this. See, listen to me. The Bible tells the story on how you're going to be delivered. Would, would, you believe what you, would you believe what the Bible says? Let's see what the Bible says in 12, verse 13, mother, of Hosea. 13, then we're going to precept this book. 13, then we get a close statement out to We're going to Hosea 12, 13. Now, mother, let's, 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 let's see what he told us here, how it's going to happen. The book of Hosea, chapter 12, verse 13. 13 reads, And by a seer, the Yahweh brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a seal was he preserved. So, Mother, how is it going to happen, Mother? According to verse 13. By By how many? By how many? According to verse 13. A seal. A seal. By a seal. This is how it's going to happen. By a seal. Yahweh's called. Israel out of Egypt. And by a seer was he preserved. See? Mm-hmm. Not by the Pope. Not by the Pope. Not by your captain's your leadership. The only way you're going to get yourself right is by a seer. And he's going to anoint the one that's going to do his will. Now we're going to preach up this book. We're going all the way over, Mother, and get a closing statement out to Mother. Going to Acts chapter seven. We're going to verse twenty-two and twenty-three to get warmed up, mother. We're going to Acts chapter seven, twenty-two and twenty-three, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get warmed up and see exactly. Do the right side of the book says the same thing that's on the left side? Because they might say, "Well, we're doing a new thing now." Well, okay, the book of Acts is a new thing too, ain't it? We're going to Acts seven, verse twenty-two, twenty-three, mother. What does it say? Let's look at. The book of Acts, chapter 7, verse 22 and verse 23. Verse 22. And Moses was learned 
and Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and in deeds. Verse 23. And when he was still full, and when he was fully 40 years old, he come into his mind to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. Oh, yeah? And what happened in verse 35 and 37 and closing statement, Mother, we catch your answers at 6 p.m. Let's see what happened in verse 35 and 37 that we can read. Acts chapter 11, verse 35 and verse 37. Verse 35. This Moses, whom they refused, saying, who made thee a ruler and a judge? This this same did Yahweh sin to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hands of the medicine spirits which appeared to him in a bush. Twenty-seven. No. Thirty-seven. 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 This is that Moses which said unto the children of Israel, A seer shall the Yahweh, your Yahweh, raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me, him shall you hear. Mm-hmm. How, how, how many seers he going to raise up, mother? A seer. A seer. A seer. He gonna raise up just like Moses. He gonna he gonna be just like Moses. He's not gonna be pale red. Nope. He gonna be of some type of brown complexion. And he gonna tell you what this book is saying, not what the Pope is saying. A seal he gonna raise up, and he gonna point you back to get in order, keep them Sabbath day, keep them feast day, wear them fringes. And thus says the four letter man, uh huh, that's how he's gonna operate. A seal, that's how it's gonna work. And he's gonna north the ones that gonna obey the Bible, his business going forward. So who that's it? The guy in Rome or the guy you hear on, on the broadcast? Which one? You tell me. Just read with yourself. Which one fit? What he said is over there in the Pope. Or the one that's on this network six nights a week. Which one is better suit to help you to get to where you want to get to? The Pope or the bosses of two Israelites? You tell me. Look in the mirror, ask that question in the mirror. Hey mother, close statement, your clock, come on. Well, thank you for praising y'all for the class. Thank you for praising y'all to be in the class. Thank you for praising y'all for the ones that's listening. And thank just thank y'all for all for everything. Because we y'all give it all that we have. Hallelujah. So now we find out now you wait, you you look at the mirror. You tell me, do the Pope talk Bible or do we talk about 
And we read how he received his message from Satan the devil. We showing what the Bible mm-hmm. saying how it's going to happen. Now, it's up to you. If you don't believe the Bible, you're just going to uh, pay it no never mind. Now, mm-hmm. in Ezekiel, young lion, yes, then we'll look at 15, 24 to 28 of 1 Corinthians. We'll try to get it all in. In Ezekiel 37, 1 down to verse 4. Now, watch, now watch this thing unfold. Now, we're going to see what the Bible says. Ezekiel 37, 1, 2, 3, 4. Bring it out. The book of Ezekiel, the seer, chapter 37, verse 1 through 4. Ezekiel 37, verse 1. The hand of Yahweh was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of Yahweh and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Verse 2. It caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley and lo. They were very dry. Verse 3. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Yahweh, you know it. Verse 4. Again he said unto me, Prophesize upon these bones, and said to them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of Yahweh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, y'all. What, what, what the bones got in here? The word of Yahweh. See the, see the bones, you got to hear the word of Yahweh. You can't hear about no folks talking about no Sunday and, and every January 1st be eating no hog. Yahweh told you in 11th chapter, don't touch that stuff and don't even eat it. Now, every right. every January 1st, when everybody cringing, the poke is telling you eat, eat, a, eat a whole big slab of hog. Pig feet, pig back, chitlin, do all that poke eat. In the biggest chapter 11, a man of Yahweh, I'm going to tell you, he's going to tell you, leave that stuff alone. That stuff messes your inside up. See? Mm-hmm. Get down to verse number. Let's see what they say behind that, 11 through 14. Ezekiel 37, verse 11 through 14. Ezekiel 37, verse 11. Then he said to me, son of man. These bones are the whole family of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones is dry. Our hope is lost. We are cut off of our part. Verse 12. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus said Yahweh, Behold, O my people, I will open their graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you to the land of Israel. Verse 13, mm-hmm. and you should know that I am Yahweh when I have opened your grave, O my people, and brought you up out of your grave. Verse 14, mm-hmm. and shall put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall you know that I, Yahweh, have spoken it and performed it. Mm-hmm. Now, 15 on verse 22. Let's, let's see if the poke hand going to be in this. Come on. Verse 15 and 22. The word of Yahweh came again unto me, saying, verse 16, Moreover, you son of man, take thee one stick 
and right upon it for Judah and for the children of Israel, his companions. Then take another stick and write upon it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, for all the family of Israel, his companions. Verse 17, and join them one to another unto one stick, and they should become one in your hand. Verse 18, when the children of my people should speak unto you, saying, Will you not show us what you mean it by these? Verse 19. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, young lion. And when the children of thy people, talking to Ezekiel, when the children mm-hmm. of thy people, Ezekiel, speak unto thee, saying, What thou not show what thou meanest by thee? Now, thou he telling Ezekiel, remember. Mm-hmm. Remember what you read in 20 verse 4. I'll read it one more time. Put your finger there and come back to 20 verse 4 of Ezekiel. See, you got, you got, to, you got, to, keep, you got to keep everything tight. 20 verse mm-hmm. 4, come right back. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 4. Would you judge them, son the man? Would you judge them, cause them to know the abomination of their father? All right. So remember. The mental spirit from heaven is telling Ezekiel to fear. You right. get it right, and you go find them, because mm-hmm. you got the charge over these people. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And when the children of that people, Ezekiel, speak, shall speak unto thee, saying, "What mm-hmm. does thou show us? What the meaning of these?" See, there you go. Now, mm-hmm. come on, nineteen. Now we're back on the right track. Verse 19. Verse 19. Say unto them, Thus said Yahweh, Behold, I will take the sick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel, his fellows, and will put them, will put them with him, even with the sick of Judah, and make them one sick, and they should be one. In your hand. Verse 20. Mm-hmm. And the stick whereupon you write it should be in your hand before their eyes. No, wait a minute, 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 And they shall be one in thy hand, in my hand, my hand. See, the only way they're going to get to Yahweh, the seal got to get them in order. See, and verse 19, and make them one stick, and they shall be one in my hand. So unto the seal, make them one stick. Get them prepared. Yahweh mm-hmm. going to pay you no never mind. Yahweh ain't paying you no never mind until the seal gets you in order. Now, That's once right you're in track. order... Verse 20. Now read verse 20. Verse 20. And the stick, and the stick whereupon you write it, shall be in your hand before their eyes. That's right. So Ezekiel going to have control of these two sticks. He got it mm-hmm. the pad away for some yakwa. Come on, read some out. 21. And say unto them, 
Thus said Yahweh, Behold, I will take the children of Israel from among the nations, whether they be gone, and I will gather them on every side and bring them unto their own land. Twenty-two. And I will make them one nation in the land upon the mountains of Israel. And one king should be king to them all. And they should be no more two nations. Neither should that be divided into two kingdoms anymore at all. So the sin's job is to get the ones that agree with the program and get this thing running. Then what happens? Right. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 24, verse 28. And a closing statement there, young lion. See, we got to be able to rehearse this right here. This is how it's going to happen. The Pope going to be thrown in the fire. The right. Christians going to be thrown in the fire because they're going to do this thing. Now, mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians 15, 24, 28. Listen good, that Mother Z. This is how it's going to happen, Mother Z. Here we go. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Verse 24, 28, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 28. 28. Come on. Go ahead. Then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to Yahweh, even the Father, when he shall put down all rule and all authority and power. Verse 25, for he must reign until he hath put all enemies under his feet. Verse 26. The last enemy that should be destroyed is death. Verse 27. For he hath put all things under his feet. But when he says all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted which did put all things under him. Verse 28. And when all things should be subdued unto him, then should the Son also himself be subjected unto him. And I put all things under him, that Yahweh may be all in all. Uh huh. So 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 now so now so everybody gotta do gotta do what? In that Isaiah 
came in the Father's name. He got the paperwork. Remember, he got that, what's that long word again, Ill? Authorization. So that means he got to, he got to get everybody prepared for the Father. So everybody going to bow the knee down to Yahweh the Son. And then once they bow their knee, then when the Father comes, he's going to bow his knee to the Father. You just got to read it, 15. Now, right. when we kind of stumbled around in that first, that's okay, we took care of no time. Be a close statement. Now you understand, the son got the paperwork. He got, what's that word again? What's that word called again? Authorization. So, so he got the authorization to make every knee bow down to who? Y'all quite a son. To him. To him. Everybody, but he gonna be in the Father's name, Yahweh the Son. But everybody gonna get their knee right. Matter of fact, read one verse, young young line, of nineteen twelve, a revelation, and give me a closing statement. We take that Wednesday, six o'clock. Nineteen twelve says what? Revelation chapter nineteen, verse twelve. Revelation chapter nineteen, verse twelve. Read, his eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. 